Hello and welcome to Ryan Watch the Movie. This is episode number 278. My name is Adam Patterson. With me today, we've got Kevin Rakestraw. How are you, Kevin? Good. We're also joined by Ryan Holes. How are you? Hurting. Hurting? Oh, man. So he said, hurting? What's going on, dude? Long story. Long is story. Is this a physical thing or an emotional thing? Okay. You're hurt. Okay. That's good. I could well, consider that better. I guess. The most inconsistent podcast on the internet is back <laughs> with another episode. That's right. What movie do we have you watch this week, Ryan? Carpool. Carpool. This is from 1996. Picked this in honor of American Family Day coming up this week. I have a synopsis here. A man with an important business meeting finds himself having to take care of the carpool for the neighborhood school children when his wife gets sick. Stopping to get donuts for the kids, things go even more awry when he finds himself a victim of a robbery. However, the situation only gets worse as a desperate man who has been contemplating a bank robbery robs the robbers <laughs> and takes the man and the kids hostage in their van as his truck is blocked by an armored car. It goes on from there, but we'll get Ryan's... My uh, favorite is the sentence after that, how they just call it the thing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So this stars Tom Arnold. Ryan, tell us a little bit about Carpool. Well, I have to say it's one of the best movies ever. (laughs) I know it's awful. Oh, but I love this man. I can. Basically, Tom Arnold has a carnival and it's failing. And he wants to roll it back in order to get money to save it. And meanwhile, is a guy that has to drive the carpool to school because his wife is sick. So he does that and they make it all kids up. They say, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. And he says, okay, I'm going to stop and get us dinner. They're all should have been. So this guy goes to this gourmet food chain, which ironically, later on that day, he has a meeting with the head of the whole chain in order to conduct business with him. And he goes in, and of course, the the first thing the guy working there says is, we don't sell donuts, we're a gourmet food chain. And they go back and forth, and there's also a lady looking for other food, and... The two guys come in and they attempt to rob the Gourmet food store 
And the old lady pulls a gun out and tries to, like, you know, tell them to stop doing what they're doing. <laughs> and just <laughs> wait for the Let's police. Stop doing what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. So, so the lady at the gourmet food store has a gun. Yeah. And she's like 85. All right. I'm probably not that old, but he's older. They say, the white guy puts the gun down, and the other guy puts the gun back at her, and she immediately drops her gun. (laughs) So that's the situation there was. Then the water goes to the grocery store with the intention of robbing and he sees that other people are robbing so he decides to rob them. After that, there's an off-duty cop that comes in and it's, uh, I can't think, what's the guy's name? The guy from the Sons of Anarchy. Uh, Kim Coates? Yeah. Um, he's in there, and he tries to stop him. <laughs> and tell him um, take a hostage and back to the store and take a broom handle and block the door shut. And they, they get to leave this car, and it's blocked in. So they get to the other guy's car, and they get in, <laughs> drive away, and all of a sudden, it's over, asking for food. And all of a sudden, the kids pop out of nowhere. And everybody gets so freaked out. There's some crazy hijinks. And then the cops try to go out there and tell them what And they escape. And then I'm going back to the garage where his squirrel rides are. And he shot the kids the ride. And the other two guys come back and hold guns up to him again. And they end up jamming the Ferris wheel. And then we can spin real fast out of control. And the other guy ends up taking his work belongings and clogging up the Ferris wheel. And <laughs> his, his work belongings. And the cops come. 
and this guy is a breast rises, and the movie's basically over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I feel as though, like, it's been a while since I've seen this movie, which the last time I think was with you guys at Ryan's house. Yeah, probably. And I feel like 85, 88% of what you just kind of recounted was like the first 10 minutes <laughs> of the movie. And yeah. then the, the very, very small percentage was the rest of the entire movie. Yes. I think that is... Kind of, yeah. I think that is how, <laughs> how you summarized it. <laughs> Am I? Am I supposed? There are, there are many hijinks. <laughs> am I supposed to uh, deduce from that that the first ten minutes of this movie are your absolute favorite? No, they're just where everything important happens. Oh, gotcha. It kind of sets everything up. Yeah. The one thing that I remember about this movie that I don't think that I'll ever forget—it's just been ingrained in my in my head. Is yes, is the fact that they play the Ramones? I want to be sedated nonstop. They only play it four times. They play it four times. He counted. He he was marking them off on his little notepad. I mean, no, it's still I, like too. It's I too mean, too much. Yeah, because I remember you <laughs> He's like, I know Adam's gonna bring this shit up. I'm gonna mark these down. I I really think that it's one of the most memorable aspects of this movie. That and the uh, the the car jump that happens at the end. I think that there's a scene where the car like goes into a. Is it in like a mall or something where it like jumps yeah. in? It like jump does this crazy jump. It comes out of the second floor. Ooh. And it goes under the the ground, obviously ground. Yeah, I remember I remember watching something about like the the most dangerous car stunts or something like that. And this was like one of them. They're saying that this is like one of the craziest car stunts in film like in film history was the stunt that they did in carpool. Yeah. I think that's been surpassed. I think that that placement on that list has dropped significantly over the years. Yeah. I mean, this was before Mad Max, the new Mad Max and all of that. I there's, there's two things that I remember from this movie, which actually are not the two things that you remember. I don't remember those two things. I remember are the one kid is like, He's like that weird. Doesn't he wear like goggles or something? Yeah, the shower cap. Yeah, I hate that kid. And then don't they like paint the car with like nail polish or something? Yeah, they go to the bathroom. And it, when they come out, they get purple hair dye. And yes. the cold car. Fantastic. Man. Fantastic. This, this, this is such a 90s movie. A dad in a dad in a hurry, a man on the run, and five kids with an attitude. They came with the uh, the shower cap. 
Another classic 90s kids movie. Another thing to know that it's the 90s is Tom Arnold. At one point, Tom Arnold headlined movies. Yeah, Tom Arnold. He was a a pretty big star. I mean, we were looking at, for this week, we were looking at either this or The Stupids, which is another 90s movie starring Tom Arnold. Tom. Tom Arnold. Was a movie star. He was he was a pretty big deal back then. Remember his role in uh, True Lies? Oh, he yeah. killed it. He killed it in True Lies. Another '90s vehicle. Now I'm, I'm looking on the poster here, and Tom Arnold is for some reason carrying a the sack of money. He's holding it out of the the window of the van for some reason. But the thing that I love about it is that it's a sack of money with the dollar sign on it. It's like the cartoon. Is is that in the movie? Is it? Is there a sack of money with the dollar sign? It's from the when they were in the grocery store and they were robbing it, and that's what the money is in. But was it in? It was in a sack with a giant dollar sign on it. I believe I. I look very closely, but what is it? He didn't get a good look at it. He's too busy counting the times that they play the Ramones. <laughs> didn't get a good look at that bag. I I just remember that driving me crazy back then because I was I was a fan of the Ramones and just the overuse of that song in in a movie like this. Just and the kids singing along is just it. Ugh, it was just awful. Just awful. Rachel Lee Cook was in this. She played uh, that the oldest of the kids. I think that's why I like this so much. I was a big fan of her back in the day. She was pretty big there for a minute too. Yeah. She was in she was in a lot of stuff back then. A few few years later is when she kind of blew up. So the director, Arthur Hiller. He had a huge career. This dude did. He's done some great comedies too. My my three three favorite are the In Laws, Silver Streak, See No Evil, Hear No Evil. Yeah, I was just gonna say. I know that See No Evil, Hear No Evil has to be on there. So he looks like he worked with the uh, the classic Friar Wilder duo for a few of their movies. You know, I feel like I need to revisit this movie. Because I remember it not being good, but I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe I'd feel differently now. It has a 15 on Metacritic, so. That's not that good. Hmm. I like it more because I remember it back then. This is just a nostalgic watch for you. Yeah. How many times do you think you've seen it? Uh, probably 10 or more. Wow. How many times do you wish to see it from here moving forward? None. Are you sure? None. 
You don't, th- you don't think you'll ever... Nostalgia is more wanna... with this viewing? May I want more fresh my mind now. <laughs> so maybe I'll buy... It starts re- receding from your memory. Yeah. When you when you forget about how bad it was, it's it's funny how sometimes movies work like that, where you remember loving it, you remember it being great, then you rewatch it, and you're like, oh god, this is horrible. It doesn't hold up at all. And then like another decade passes, and you're just like, man, I'm gonna give that another try. I remember liking that. Pretty sure. I think the I think the movie that does that for me is Mortal Kombat. Because uh, I really liked Mortal Kombat as a kid, and I've revisited it several times since then. And every time, I'm like, this movie is horrible. It is so bad, and yet yeah, I remember every that decade is the the bucket. How he defeats Sub Zero It's the bucket. Yeah. Which, when I saw that as a kid, I it blew my mind. <laughs> Fucking science! Are you kidding me? Oh god. Yeah, that movie does not hold up. I didn't imagine that it did. That's that's one of my favorite things about doing this this new podcast, say by the nineties, is revisiting some of these movies that I saw as as a youngster and movies that I loved and going back and seeing how they how they hold up, how I feel about them now. So you get the essentially it's the like a walk down memory lane as to see the shit taste preteen you had? Uh, sort of. Um, I mean, a lot of what we... I mean, a lot of these movies, I, I was younger than preteen, at least the ones that we've covered so far. I mean, I'm really glad that we're not doing, like, a podcast that's in the early 2000s. Like, when I actually started getting into movies, because I feel like that's even a worse time when I was... Which- when I was like forcing myself to like more like what I would consider to be like kind of pretentious films now, like yeah. that would be just so much worse. It makes you wonder too, like, is like right now, do we have shit taste? Like, do we, will we find out like 15, 20 years from now, we'll look back and be like, Jesus fucking Christ. I think that that's a really interesting idea and a really interesting concept to explore to see if there is a cutoff at some point you know what i mean like is it is it ever is it always progressing like are you always gonna look back at what you liked a decade or more ago and be like oh man i why did i like that i don't understand that because i i mean there's even some stuff from like the beginning stages of film pulse that I think back to, and I'm like, what the fuck? Why the fuck did I like that so much? I can't, I'm sure that, I'm sure that I would feel the same way. I can't think of any movies off the top of my head that I felt I mean, that way not, about. It's not everything, but, but the, you know, there's a handful of things where it's just like, what the fuck? I mean, I guess, I guess it's possible that your, your taste is just always changing and evolving and, but I'm wondering if there's ever a point where it's like if it's like cyclical where it comes back around and you and you like something again that you initially liked, then hated, then started liking again. Perhaps. I don't know. I it, it's de- it's Find out. stay tuned. Yeah, it's definitely something that I'm going to be 
cognizant of that I'm going to be always kind of looking at, especially now that we have tools like Letterboxd and stuff to capture our thoughts about movies. You always have shit taste forever. And then there comes a point where you die. (laughs) (laughs) That's, That's it. You don't get to realize that there's movies that you liked before you died were actually shit movies. I'd guess that it's a possibility, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very real possibility. But I, I have a feeling that anybody that watches as many movies as we do, you do you develop you develop a, a refined taste. You know, like it's all subjective, but I feel like when you consume that much and bring like just drink in that much knowledge. Yeah. That you would develop uh, a more refined taste when it comes to film. Ryan, what are your thoughts? I, I never really thought about what you guys talking about. All right. Do you, would you, Ryan, would you say that your taste in movies has changed over the years? So you, using this, know. using Carpool as an example, you said you you used to like it. But if I remember correctly, back then, you knew this was not a good movie back then. We just had fun. We just made fun of this movie yeah. back then. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, I can't speak for you, but for me, I never liked this movie. But it was a fun movie to to hate watch. Yeah. Do, do you think that there are movies that you saw back then that you loved that now you hate that you think in the future you'll love again? Uh, no. <laughs> I think it just goes mind. away because movie media is like evolving. Ah, okay. So you're looking at it. Okay, so you're looking at it from like a technical level. <clears throat> like movies are technically and, better, more advanced. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. All right, let's give you your drum roll for this what do you give carpool one that is a one out of ten now what do you give carpool the experience of watching cart not i'm not talking about the movie i'm talking about the the experience of watching carpool with your friends making fun of it the entire time for me like i think you're seven okay that's well, it. That's would be what about what about a movie like Varsity Blues? Like that that's a movie that I I, I don't know if you I think that's a, straight up hate that movie now. <laughs> Right, but back then we loved to hate watch and quote that movie. That was a movie that we watched a lot back then. And it was never uh, a good movie. But. I also wonder if it's because of my the fact that I love like uh, teen movies, yeah. You know, do, do, do you still love teen movies though? No, no, well, kind of, kind of, without sounding weird, kind of. <laughs> you can say you like teen movies without sounding weird. I, I loved the uh, eighth grade that came out a couple weeks ago, and that that's definitely a teen movie. Oh, whatchamacallit was really good. Was that uh, Edge of 17? Yeah. Is that the name of that? That was uh-huh. really good. Yeah. All right. Uh, American Family Day. 
coming up Sunday. American Family Day on the first Sunday in August is a perfect occasion to enjoy the waning summer rays with those dearest to us. Established as a day encouraging families to spend time with one another, the day was specifically proclaimed to avoid gifts and to focus on family relationships. How you can observe? Enjoy your family. That's the big yes. one. Just enjoy your family. And that's Yeah. Do you Post on social media. The, hashtag American Family Day. That's bullshit. <laughs> they create a day to not give presents. Every yeah. day is present day. <laughs> the fourth sorry called to me. It's very specifically American Family Day. No other families count during this day. It's such a mega like there's not like an American hot dog day or any of the other number of Right. Well and I mean that like uh, you can do the national because like it isn't national implying American American, yes. But you gotta course. call it American Family Day. Like it's kind of racist, I think. I think this day is racist. A little a little xenophobic. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. So this also says here, pick up some fresh fruit and visit your grandparents. What the fuck? <laughs> what, yeah. what if they're dead? <laughs> Take some fresh fruit to the fucking graves, right? <laughs> uh, um, yeah, my grandparents did pass away. So what am I supposed to do? Just fresh pick fruit up some, pick up some fresh Adam. fruit and eat. Pick up some fresh fruit and eat it by yourself in your house. You fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god encourage others to join in and pay it forward wait what do it it's, it says encourage <laughs> others to join in and pay, and pay it forward I thought it's supposed to just be relegated to your family like I'm not going to invite friends and stuff it's American Family Day well I think that they want what, they what want you to join is. in and have them do their own Thing. Well, I'm not talking to you. So what, if my <laughs> what if your friends are your family? But, I mean, Ooh. shit. I gotta fucking. I'm gotta post things. I gotta take pictures. I gotta go to the grocery store and pick Get up some fruit. fruit. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Time for more shit. Oh my god. I gotta go to the cemetery. Like fuck. Uh, how are you gonna be celebrating, Ryan? Gonna pick up some fresh fruit. Um, I'm sure that my one remember that that day is happening. When is this? I'll probably be oblivious. It's Sunday. Sunday. Oh. Mm-hmm. Sunday family day. I'll go to church. <laughs> I'll go to church. <laughs> Get some fresh fruit. Go to church. Oh my God. This is amazing. I love the photo that's attached to it. This wonderful stock image of. A family holding up an American flag. Oh, wonderful. Glorious, pure white. Pure white family. (laughs) Oh, Christ. All right. Any final thoughts, Ryan, on carpool or American Family Day? Uh, Love to hate it. Love to hate it. (laughs) It was like, uh, in in its own way, that was like maybe the most positive I've heard Ryan watches a movie in a long time. Yeah. Just his tone and everything. Yes. Love to hate it. 
I was pretty excited of my son. That this <laughs> was what I had to watch. Like next time, which is this isn't going to happen because we're never going to have you watch Carpool <laughs> yeah. again. But I wanted to say Carpool, and then when you when it actually comes on, it's the umbrellas of Cherbourg. <laughs> You're not about that one. We could stitch it in. We'll stitch it in. <laughs> we'll make sure the metadata is still for Carpool. And then we'll stitch in the opening to Carpool, and then we'll, and then the rest of it will just be the um, umbrellas of Cherbourg. <laughs> I would love that. That would make my pull day. the rug out from underneath you there. All right, I think that's gonna do it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. You can send us your questions and topics to feedback at filmpulse.net. You can follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net, at filmpulse. Kevin and at my legs don't work. And if you have a minute, take a look at our Patreon page, patreon.com/filmpulse. Consider helping us out by becoming a subscriber. For Kevin Rakestraw and Ryan Holes, my name's Adam Patterson. We'll see you next week. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) See you later.